This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's the real purpose behind the calls to ban TikTok, military recruitment using e-girls, and why it doesn't actually matter who technically owns or owned Hunter Biden's laptop. This is the Propaganda Report's Drive Time News Blast. I am Brad Binkley. There's been all these stories about this push to ban TikTok, not just at the state level, but at the federal level, because of the data China can collect on all of us, and to a lesser extent, the toxic effect it has on our youth. So basically, we the American people need to be protected from this app. And while I can definitely see the problems that they're talking about, I'm a bit skeptical as to the motivation behind some of these calls to ban TikTok. And and I'll tell you why here in a minute after I tell you about today's ban TikTok story, because this is an everyday occurrence at this point, a ban TikTok story. This is a message they're really hammering home. They want to sink in for all of us. Today's story features Senator Michael Bennett of Colorado, who wrote to Google and Apple today, urging them to remove TikTok from their app stores, calling the app an unacceptable threat to national security. In his letter to the companies, Bennett wrote that no company subject to Chinese Communist Party dictates should have the power to accumulate such extensive data on the American people or curate content to nearly a third of the population. I get it. I I, I can totally get that. But here's my issue. Here's why I'm a bit skeptical. At the same time, as all of these calls to ban TikTok are being made, every major social media platform is trying to be TikTok. They're all trying to capture what TikTok captured. They're rolling out programs to mimic them. YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, Snapchats, Spotlight. I could go on. And it's not like these companies aren't collecting and sharing our data. And it's not like these companies aren't poisoning the minds of our youth. If they could make an exact copy and do exactly what TikTok did, they would. There's no doubt about it. Every single one of them would do it. It just kind of feels like these calls to ban TikTok are less about protecting the American people from having their data harvested and their minds co-opted than they are about doing the harvesting and co-opting themselves. That's what it feels like. It's like they're saying, how dare they take our people's data and brainwash our children? That's our data to take, and those are our children to brainwash. Ban TikTok now. These people all know how powerful that platforms like this are, and this certainly feels less like an effort to protect American citizens than it does an attempt to establish control over one of the most powerful weapons of modern times. Here's a cyber warfare guy talking during what was called, or what is called, Army CyberCon back in 2018. This is a discussion they were having on information operations, and they were talking about how powerful conduits 
like these social media platforms are for them. If you look at the uh, internet internet propagation rates across the globe, I mean, just exponentially increase every year. And, you know, our own kids all day long staring down at their devices. Like Justin said, we were able to reach them uh, almost real time, and that's powerful. I mean, that having that conduit that people are tied into is, is extremely powerful. But it doesn't take away from the whole effort of and the power of harnessing everything that we have at our disposal. <laughs> and that's how they think about it. You think they're just going to get rid of that conduit. I mean, you saw him lean down and look at it like he's a kid. It's just stuck to the kid's face. They're not getting rid of that conduit. They're just trying to harness it for themselves. Now, I'm not saying there's not problems with what China or what anybody can do with technology like this. I, it, this is all on us to develop, really, self-control. And it's tough. I get how addictive that platforms like this are and, and content like this can be. But, man, those in power, they they understand it as well. And they see how powerful it is and how they can use it. And they're all fighting because they see it as a conduit to our minds. Which brings me to another reason I'm skeptical about the intent behind the calls to ban TikTok. Because the Army Psychological Warfare Department, same department that these guys are in, they recognize very clearly how useful TikTok is because they're using it to try and overcome some of those recruiting deficiencies they had from doing too many woke ads to try and bring in some Gen Zers into their ranks using a new strategy. And that is the strategy of hot e-girl influencers. This is from an article in Dazed titled How E-Girl Influencers Are Trying to Get Gen Z Into the Military. And the article poses the question, cosplay commandos are posting nationalist thirst traps to mobilize the simps. But why? Well, let me introduce you in this article to someone named, you see her in the top, the, the girl on the right here, if you're looking at the screen with the dark hair. Not the one that has on what appears to be a, a bunny ears, but the other one. She's a 20-year-old influencer known as PSYOP Girl. She has 395,000 followers on TikTok. And she is up on screen there. In fact, we'll go to her TikTok page here. That's her TikTok page. You see her decked out in the military gear. Very attractive young woman. The article describes her as the unsettling new breed of e-girl garnering millions of views online. She posts thirst traps inside choppers and pouty selfies with assault rifles with hashtags like hashtag pew pew and hashtag military curves. She jokes about war bunkers and plays with remote control tanks, which she overlays with Sparkly filters and heart emojis. Hey, Luhan, that's how you say your name. Also known as Luhan is a self-described psychological operations specialist for the U.S. Army who is, in fact, employed by the U.S. Army PSYOPs Division. You can see here on her LinkedIn profile, and this was verified in the article as well. Hey, Luhan. Haley Luhan, psychological operations specialist at the U.S. Army. U.S. Army John Kennedy Special Warfare Center and School Psychological Operations Specialist, U.S. Army, July 2019 to present. Three years, eight months. As her education, the John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center and School, their high school, Zealand West High, and then 
Kendall College of Art and Design. Her online presence has led, according to the article, to countless memes speculating that she is a post-ironic psyop meant to recruit people into the U.S. Army. Well, of course she is. Of course she's a post-ironic psyop. Which post-ironic, I did look up on Wikipedia to see what they meant. It is a term used to denote a state in which earnest and ironic intents become muddled. Perfect description of reality. Just like parody and reality, we can't ever tell the difference anymore. Laying it all out there. I've noticed this going on since 2015, 2016. The powers that be have, through kind of a propaganda revelation of the method of sorts, revealed to us their tactics of deception. But just on the surface, though, to give people a false sense of confidence in knowing that they can recognize deception, blinding them to the really deeper layers of the PSYOP actually going on, they no longer now cover up many of the lies that they, they once would have. They now just tell us that it's okay that for some people in some situations to lie to us because it's the right thing to do, and that for other people in other situations it's wrong, evil, and immoral, like the lies they all admitted to telling us at the beginning of the Ukraine-Russia war. Those lies were okay because they were protecting democracy worldwide. The president of Ukraine and all of our mainstream media outlets spread a made-up story about a bunch of Ukrainian soldiers on an island who flipped the bird to Russian soldiers who had arrived and then were immediately slaughtered by those Russian soldiers. Something that never happened at all. But that was okay. That was a noble lie, and we continued to praise Zelensky, despite the fact that he spread it. Meanwhile, George Santos in Congress, the Republican, lies about being on a volleyball team in college, and he's the worst person on the planet. I mean, of the two, I think it's safe to say that Zelensky has conned Americans out of more money than Santos ever will. Santos is trash, make no mistake about it, but so is Zelensky. He's just a lot better at conning people, and he's far more well-funded than Santos is. So they have all these calls to ban TikTok, but clearly the military is perfectly fine exploiting TikTok's ability to manipulate the minds of the youth, just like China is. In fact, they're using thirst traps to try and wrangle kids into the military at a time that it certainly looks like war with Russia and China is on the horizon in the future. But they've obviously read the writing on the wall. TikTok must be banned because this chick has been propagating that message on TikTok in most of her most recent videos. That has been the clear messaging point right in line with what we've heard in the mainstream media and in Congress. And here, here I'll show you a video. She's bashing TikTok in these videos, directing her followers to Instagram, you know, to where they can have their data collected and... They could be brainwashed exclusively from an American platform, you know, not a Chinese platform. And she's decked out in camo. She's wearing a helmet. She's wearing like her full military gear, riding one of those outdoor vehicles, looking hot at the same time as she spreads this message. And you'll see on screen at the bottom of the screen here. Let's see. Make sure you can see that. So you see it says down there, TikTok is a effing Chinese psyop. So we have the literal psychological warfare operator for the army telling us that TikTok 
is a Chinese PSYOP. So go ahead ahead and go over to the uh, American PSYOP. That is Instagram. And I'll let you hear what she has to say. And she's riding in this vehicle, like I said, decked out in her military gear. Hey guys, please follow my Instagram at HeyLuhan. The link is in the bio. Um, It's a lot more fun there because TikTok only lets me post cringe every time I post something kind of funny or kind of cool, it gets taken down. Hey Zach, that's Zach. Veteran with side. Please go follow my Instagram. I love that appeal there. TikTok is censoring her. So get off of that platform and be sure and follow her on the platform that is the beacon of freedom of speech that we all know as Instagram. As though this wasn't a direct command from the Army PSYOP unit as part of this ban TikTok in favor of our data collecting, brainwashing social media machine. And also the continued operation to establish China as an adversary alongside of Russia in the next great war, as they like to call it. A war that these dudes she's using sex to lure into the military will be fighting while she continues to do videos smearing fake blood on herself in lingerie, which I'll show you that either here in a second or in the XR. She does those as well. Literally calls herself a honeypot in these videos, just right out of the open. It's... I mean, it's quite a strategy. But here's another TikTok of her where she's openly recruiting her reply guys into the military. You know, well, not openly. A little less subtle in her recruitment tactic here. It's a short video, and it features her showcasing her military fatigues, doing a little... Starts with her arms crossed, as you see on screen, does a little dance to the music, spins front to back, and the caption on the video says... Don't you want to match outfits with me? We'd look so cute. I don't think she's going to be wearing the military fatigues in the battlefield like the people she's recruiting are going to be wearing them. Here it is on screen. It's how we coach those bows. And that's it. And you, you scroll down to the comments here and you see that either she or whoever handles her account replies to some of these guys who talk about they're going to be this guy here, I'm shipping out in a month. And so there's people who are, are falling into this. Can you imagine joining the military uh, on the hopes that you're going to meet and hook up with this girl or one of the other many girls they have doing this? There's a lot of these girls. I mean, can you imagine the dis- disillusionment? Because she's not going to be on the front lines where these guys are going to be. She's going to be making these TikTok videos to get people onto the front lines. You know, I guess at that point, they would be ready to blow someone's head off. They signed up for the military thinking they're going to be banging a bunch of hot e-sluts. Turns out they're just surrounded by a bunch of other horny dudes just like them. Got to be pretty upsetting. Where are all the sluts? Where are all the hot easy sluts? I I was promised hot easy sluts. I got to go fight China and Russia. Where are all the hot easy sluts I was promised? Where are the sluts? That's when you give them the weapon right there. That's when they're ready to start killing people. I was promised sluts. So maybe it's a good strategy. This is a little bit more of an overt call to the military where she does kind of a two-minute rant, kind of a just-like-you-and-me type rant where she says a lot of stuff that I do agree with except for the part where she tells young, dumb kids to skip school and join the military. I'm all about skipping school to go do something. But I'm not about pushing them into the military because they think they're going to get a little little tail. You guys don't need to commit to college. Don't commit to college. Be a farmer. 
be a farmer, be a soldier, be a coal miner, be a factory worker, be a lumberjack. Don't go to school. What? Oh, you want to be a, you want to be a metaverse product designer. You, and don't buy impossible meat for the trend. If you're, if you're a vegetarian because of dietary reasons, fine. I'm not going to harp on you because I've been there too. She goes on and on and on in that video. And what a job this chick must have. It seems like it's a lot of fun as long as you can compartmentalize the fact that you're using sex to lure young, impressionable guys into fighting a war that some of them will end up dying in the process of fighting. So as long as you can set that aside, probably a lot of fun. I have a couple more videos of her that I'm going to get to in the XR, the subscriber-only portion of the show. One of them is her acting like she's infiltrating a party thrown by Donald Trump Jr. Saddles up next to Eric Trump. They seem dumb to it. Who knows? Someone let her in, I'm sure. Interesting video. And I have another one that I found that she posted on one of her accounts recently that is the strangest propaganda video I've ever seen in my life. And it consists of her without using words, calling herself a honeypot and smearing what I guess is fake blood all over her lingerie because she's wearing basically nothing in this psyop video. It's crazy. We'll do that in the XR. If you want to get access to that, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report. Subscribe there today. You will get not only the subscriber-only portion of the show, you'll get the DNB, this show, ad-free. I take the ads out for all the subscribers. Put it together with the XR into your own private RSS feed on Patreon that you can put into any podcasting app that you listen to. And make sure you get your kids off of TikTok because their hearts and minds belong to Instagram and Western propagandist. Long story short, I don't doubt that TikTok is being used for nefarious purposes, but I also don't trust that those calling to ban it aren't doing so nefariously. I think the solution is for all of us to just pry the screens away from our faces for a little while, go outside, and roll around on the grass as much as possible. Because propagandists in both the East and the West hate that more than anything else. Breaking news right now, apparently. Speaking of China, the U.S. is tracking a suspected... Chinese high-altitude surveillance balloon over the continental United States is according to defense officials. See it up on screen there. I don't know if that's the actual balloon we see on screen. I'm guessing not. Because if that's what it looks like, it makes the story even stupider than it already feels like it is. It, it, I guess this is the balloon. I guess this image on screen is supposed to be the balloon. It says the suspected high-altitude balloon floats over Montana. And how does it not get shot by some kid with a BB gun at this point? I mean, how high is this thing? That's probably, probably, probably higher than a BB could reach, I guess. But some BBs are powerful. This discovery, according to the defense official, risk adding further strain to tense U.S.-China relations. You know, I think we get the plot point that they're hammering home at this point. Tensions with China are amplifying World War III, Russia, you know, the conflict between the East. I think we get it. Pentagon spokesperson Brigade General Patrick Ryder said the U.S. has been tracking the balloon for several days as it's made its way over the northern United States, adding it was traveling at an altitude well above commercial air traffic. That would explain why BB hasn't taken it down yet. 
they say does not present a military or physical threat to people on the ground. Can you imagine tracking a balloon for several days? What'd you do today? Followed this Chinese balloon around? How'd you know it was from China? That's where all balloons are made. There are Chinese spy balloons all over the ceiling of every Chuck E. Cheese in America. Speaking on background, a senior U.S. official said senior military officials had advised President Joe Biden not to shoot it down due to fear the debris could pose a safety threat on everybody inside of the Chuck E. Cheese. Excuse me, on the ground. We are confident that this high-altitude surveillance balloon belongs to the People's Republic of China, the senior defense official said. Can we get a name, or is, is that actually what his, born, his given name is? Instances of this activity have been observed over the past several years, including the prior administration, or including prior to this administration, excuse me. While the balloon's current flight path carries it over a number of sensitive sites, the official said it does not present a sensitive intelligence gathering risk. The balloon is assessed to have limited additive value from an intelligence collection perspective. Then why is it a story? I mean, current threats to America consist of TikTok and a balloon that has no value. Why do they need a surveillance balloon if they have an app that gives them access to one-third of the American population's data, their minds, in their movements. Why do they need TikTok and balloons? Is there going to be some sort of legislation proposed tomorrow banning balloons? The U.S., the official said, is taking steps nevertheless to protect against foreign intelligence collection of sensitive information. We're also tracking what abilities it could have in gaining insights and continue to monitor the balloon as it was over the continental United States. It, isn't it really, if you know it's there, it just feels like it's, this is just so, such a strange story. Look, how long until they just go ahead and tell us that these TikTok-shaped UFOs, or, or UAPs as they call them now, are actually new Chinese technology that do in fact represent a national security threat and do demand escalation. I mean, TikTok, national security threat, tic-tac shaped crafts, national security threat. This is where these storylines intersect. It's only a matter of time. They're not revealing aliens to us. They're revealing new Chinese technology so scary that it demands that we go to war with them you know, alongside of Russia. That demands that we send our best soldiers who are the most sexually frustrated by e-girl psyops over there to fight. That's what they do. They weave these narratives together. And these narratives are a weaving together. On to another story that continues to be in the news. The FBI plans to search former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home for additional classified materials. Thus far, searches of the former VP's other residences have yet to turn up any more classified documents. However, investigators have made other discoveries, including that of a leather whip and a ball gag, which Pence has assured investigators was left there by Adam Schiff, to which Pence added, you never want to find yourself alone in the skiff with Adam Schiff. Okay, final story of the day. Hunter Biden goes on the offensive, which is 
Not what you want to hear if you're a female in the room and he's had a little bit too much crack. But they had a choice, Hunter did. Hunter and, and Joe, is they could let the Republicans investigate and they could just sit back and watch what happens, or they could attempt to take control of the narrative, which is what they seem to be doing here. It seems like we're seeing a battle for control over the Hunter Biden narrative, whether either of the two sides actually intend on exposing the full truth of the matter is another question, but they're at least giving the illusion of a struggle for control of the story. So, Hunter, on the offensive, as his lawyers have sent letters to the DOJ and I can't remember which other department, seeking information on those whom have accessed the data on the laptop illegally, they say, although still not admitting that it is his laptop, although I briefly looked over the document and they do seem to admit that. I haven't read through the full letter letters that they sent. They sent like a couple, three letters that are pretty long. I'm just going to give you the, this is the News Nation summary of the story that just came out a little while ago. It's Thursday, February 2nd. This is, oh, and it's on 1.5 speed. News Nation Rush Hour. Let's get right to our top story. Amid House investigations into Biden family dealings, lawyers for the president's son Hunter are calling for investigations of their own. They want investigators to look into whomever accessed personal data from a laptop alleged to have been dropped off at a repair shop by Biden himself. But as his lawyers send these letters to law enforcement, they're also telling News Nation their claims are not an acknowledgement that the laptop, in fact, belongs to Hunter. <laughs> Chief Washington correspondent Blake Berman joins us now with the very latest on this, Blake. They always bring up this question of if the laptop is his or not. It doesn't matter if the laptop is his. Somebody could have given him the laptop. Ownership of the laptop is irrelevant. His dad could have given it to him. Anybody could have given it to him. It could have been some business uh, that he, it could have been Burisma's company laptop. They, they focus on the ownership of the laptop. It's the content on the laptop, the images, the videos that's important. And either those images and videos are him and audio or they're deep fakes. And nobody's claimed that they're deep fakes. When this thing originally came out, I suspected they're going to call them deep fakes. That, that's like the only thing they can do, but nobody's done that. So they're either him or they're deep fakes. Who cares who actually owns the laptop? That's an irrelevant question. And they focus people's attention on that. They have for over a year. It doesn't matter. People have had company cars. People have company laptops. There's a lot of nuance to this one, Nicole. First off, the headline here is this is definitely a much newer and more aggressive stance from Hunter Biden's legal team. What they have essentially done is asked both the U.S. Department of Justice and the attorney general in the state of Delaware to see if any laws were broken as it relates to what they are describing as, and this is the important part here, quote unquote, stolen computer data. Now, at the heart of this letter uh, from the Biden, Hunter Biden legal team is Mac Isaac, who says he serviced computers belonging to Hunter Biden. But Rudy Giuliani and Steve Bannon are also named Hunter Biden's attorney writing to the DOJ at one point, quote, Mr. Mac Isaac has admitted to gaining access to our client's personal computer data without Mr. Biden's consent. Mr. Mac Isaac has admitted to copying that data without Mr. Biden's consent. And Mr. Mac Isaac has admitted to distributing copies of that data to the political enemies of Mr. Biden's father without Mr. Biden's consent. Now, as far as Isaac's attorney goes, he gave a statement to News Nation in which at one point he said that this is all just a way for Hunter Biden to, quote unquote, redirect attention. All right. So like, what are Republicans saying about this? His lawyer said it's just a way for him to redirect attention. Uh, OK, it's propaganda. Sounds like what his lawyer is admitting. All right. So like, what are Republicans saying about this? Yeah, I mentioned the nuance. It's important to keep in mind that Hunter Biden's attorneys are describing this as, quote unquote, stolen computer data. But Republicans are quick to connect the dots here. They say this proves that Hunter Biden's laptop exists. 
There was a House Speaker Kevin McCarthy earlier today. The one thing I will say from that. It, uh, it does. Ex okay, again, the language. Hunter Biden's laptop, that, that implies possession. Maybe it's not his ownership-wise. The laptop with Hunter Biden smoking crack, having sex with prostitutes, doing a bunch of illegal things, showing he's compromised, that exists. Or a laptop full of deep fakes of all of those things exist. Those are the two options. Who cares who technically owns the effing laptop? He's acknowledging now it is his laptop. Um, no, 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 stop saying that, you idiot. He was a little slower than the rest of the papers and Twitter and the others, but now we know that it's true. Now, the head of the House Oversight Committee, James, Col uh, James Comer, tweeted the following today, saying, quote, in a hearing next week, GOP oversight will question three former Twitter employees who censored the New York Post reporting on the Biden family's business schemes based on info obtained from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop. He ends by writing, accountability is coming. All right, so like we heard from McCarthy there, any reaction yet from the yep. White House on this? The White House, Nicole, they, they were asked about this today. They, they punted this over to Hunter Biden's attorneys. We, of course, uh, heard from them or at least read from them in those documents. But when the White House was asked about this, the press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, said that President Biden respects the independence of the DOJ. He believes that it should not be politicized, as he has said, uh, for the past a couple of years, starting in the campaign. And he believes uh, that uh, that uh, any 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 um, investigation should be independent. How do you say, how do you say that with a straight face? How do you look yourself in the mirror at night? What a sleazy job to have. I mean, the press secretary, the official liar for the president. Nicole, when you zoom out here, it's it's important to keep in mind, really, the uniqueness of the situation. What you have going on, in part, is the son of the president of the United States, at least his attorneys, asking the Department of Justice to potentially launch a criminal investigation. I don't know. What do you think? Is the Hunter Biden laptop story a distraction from the Chinese balloon story, or is the Chinese balloon story a distraction from the Hunter Biden laptop story? Who knows? I do know this, though. It's all stupid. And that's where we're going to end the show today. Thank you guys for listening and for watching. And if you want to stick around for the uh, DMBXR, I'm going to play you some of those e-girl videos I was telling you about as well as a Jimmy Kimmel clip where he makes an admission about the Hunter Biden laptop that he previously had not made that I, I thought was interesting. Kind of glossed over a little bit, so we'll do that in the XR. We'll talk to you guys next time. Have a fantastic rest of your day.